This is Kanzen Shu, the podcast, episode 374 for the week of February 8th, 2015. What up, hey, us? Welcome to Kanzen Shu, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Kanzen Shu. That's right, we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. My name is Mike Vegito EX, and a wild Mary has appeared. Yes. Don't capture me. How Mary are you? was meant to be free. Good. How are you? Getting um, over coals. This should be interesting. <laughs> We've been sick as a dog here at Consensu headquarters. Swapping germs back and forth. Oh, it's lovely. And that's what it means to be married. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it's kind of why there wasn't an episode last week. We were on a good track record right there. We had two in a row and then we all got sick and it was bad. But uh, I definitely wanted to be here this week because Mary Dragon Ball Xenoverse has released in Japan. That's right. And that, yet, that and doesn't yet, stop me. That's right. <laughs> Dragon Ball Xenoverse hit Japan on the 5th. Europe is getting it on the 27th. North America is getting it a little bit earlier on the 24th. The worldwide PC release date is the 27th. So if you are PC Master Race, you have to wait a little bit longer there uh, to the European release. I wanted to at least get in this week, hit up a couple quick things, and talk about my early first impressions on Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Mary, you were here. We have been saying for years years you basically checked out you've been done oh yeah That's like it. i can't even tell you when uh, the order of games since maybe 2005 right i which incidentally i guess 10 years ago <laughs> um, I, I couldn't tell you what makes those games any different from one another uh-huh. this one i think i will remember yeah We've not that st- I've actually, in the interest of full disclosure, yeah. have not put my hands on this game. That's okay. I've merely watched you play it. So I, I still wanted that perspective anyway, because you've said you haven't cared, and this is the closest you've come to caring. I want to know what that feeling of moderate, slight caring is like. Okay. From <laughs> So we'll talk about that real quick. Uh, I don't have any special stuff to go through at the top of the show. We're going to hit up the tiniest of the tiniest of news because there's not much. And then we'll talk Xenoverse. Basically, the news is there's some new character designs. You finally saw them. What do you think about Bulma's outfit for Revival of F? I think it's fantastic. She looks like a comfortable modern woman. That's and right. I want to steal her outfit. You were saying that the scarf outfit reminded you of... Was Green it, dress. That Green, was it. Oh, I'm sorry. Or purple dress. Uh-huh. I don't know. There were like a couple iterations of that dress. I'm looking at the Battle of Gods poster mm-hmm. and I see that it's purple, but I could have sworn it was also green at the beginning of the Boo arc. Uh, there's that. And the, her movie 13 outfit was always nice and classy as well. Scudder scarf. I, I like it. It's just jeans, t-shirt, cowboy boots and scarf. And I like the revision to her haircut because uh-huh. it's not a bowl cut a anymore. Swoopy. It's just a little more modernized. Mm-hmm. Go Toriyama. Making with the good women's fashions. And then we've got Kami sending the turtle sage, the turtle hermit, looking pretty much like himself. Just, he's there. He's got clothes. Much to his chagrin. Great. And then sticking with the movie real quick, we have Moimoiro Clover Z, not only contributing a song, but now guest voices to the film. They will be playing these little angel things alongside Frieza down in hell. The imagination's going wild. Very, very cute. A lot of people have been drawing comparisons to the Gachan from Dr. Slump. That's an uh, apt comparison there. I'm looking forward to seeing what this turns out like. What I liked about Shoko Nakagawa, little guest cameo in Battle of 
of gods is that it didn't matter if you didn't know who it was or knew who it was. It was a cameo, but it was just this little incidental role and it didn't take away from anything. Yeah. I like that. As opposed to, a lot of people have pointed this out, the uh, the Olympic medalist. Yeah, that was stupid. Where it just zooms in on her face and it's It's like, we're supposed to know who this is. (laughs) It's so out of place. That is the bad example of the guest spot. So I'm looking forward to this where hopefully they're just these little characters there for a bit, providing some humor alongside Frieza there. I'm looking forward to that. Then the only other thing, this isn't so much news as just kind of a a check in. We don't really talk about Dragon Ball SD much these days because uh, Psycho Jump went bi-monthly all of a sudden out of nowhere, kind of concerned with what's happening with that magazine. Will it last? Uh, And SD has kind of turned into this just almost chapter for chapter retelling of Dragon Ball, basically being what's the point? Why are you even doing this? I thought you've been saying that all along. It's it's been even worse as of the last year. Uh, But this last issue, Oishi started up this solitary training arc, apparently. And in this chapter, uh, Vegeta happens to arrive while Goku is training as a child. And because they don't know who each other is, they kind of train with each other for a little bit. It's absolutely adorable. You wish you would do more like this. Exactly. This is the kind of stuff she needs to be doing or let alone to be doing on her own rather than whatever is being forced down her throat or through her hand to draw. We don't even know if that's the case. Though, <laughs> we right? don't. We have no idea. But whatever this is, please continue doing it. Uh, Julian gave us a little synopsis. You can check that out on the homepage of the site. And that brings us to the present. That's the news. Time for Dragon Ball's Universe. So the quick recap, Dragon Ball Xenoverse is a new video game. It's developed by Dimps, who was the developer on the old Budokai games. And uh, as of late, they've been working on Street Fighter 4 with Capcom. So it's the first time we've really had them back at the helm of the franchise for Bandai Namco in quite some time. People have their thoughts on Dimps versus Spike, depending where you lay on that battle. Uh, you may be back on board here. So uh, again, it just came out in Japan. It's coming out later this month throughout the rest of the world. The point of Dragon Ball universe really has been a new story. Most of the games have either been just tell the exact same story, Raditz Taboo, as I've been complaining about for years. I can't play another Raditz Taboo. Although I'm about to play another Raditz Taboo, but are the differences enough? The difference here is that history is being changed by these extra antagonists. Uh, Villains are being given extra power-ups and it's your job as a time patrol person, a time patroller, uh, you have been summoned by Trunks from the future to come help out and correct the Dragon Ball history timeline. Mary, where I want to start with this is a little bit about the presentation of the game. I guess we have to start with the opening, which is the worst opening ever. Uh, yeah, you showed me and you warned me. I and did. This I is had, enough warning. And it was worse than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. It feels like they forgot to make an opening until last month. And it's like they ran out of money, too. It's like, we forgot and we have no money. Uh, 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 quick guy, draw something. Except don't really have anyone moving. Just have, like, Trunks moving his mouth for a good, like, ten seconds. That's because that's super interesting. And that, that scene actually gets reused later on with the dialogue. So clearly they pulled it from elsewhere and put it into the opening. I actually figured that was the case for everything in there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I mean, I've only seen so much so far. Uh, 
but ignoring the opening, which is also just using Flo's Hedgehala that was used last year in Battle of Z. Uh, they didn't even try. They just didn't even try. So the rest of the game, we've seen things before from the network test like Toki Toki City, the big hub. Um, but I want to kind of talk about some of the story mode stuff because you did sit in on some of the early stuff I had going on with Trunks. We got a cutscene. We got some in-engine cutscenes introduced to the Kaioshin of Time, some extra characters here. Um, and I, I saw your face as we saw some Trunks faces. <laughs> did this feel familiar to the old style no, of stuff that no, you liked? No, it's not familiar at all. No? Because okay. it's all shiny, glossy, and new, and it's lacking some detail. Okay. It's a little flat, but I like the brightness, and Less I'm not... About- used to seeing Trunks acting silly or okay. at least not that version of Trunks. Right. So Future Trunks is serious and the occasional face fault. Uh-huh. You know, then we got Chibi Trunks who turns into GT Trunks who's just a whipping boy. So it seemed like it was kind of a fusion of, of all the of them. two yeah. but still cute to watch seeing him get flustered uh-huh. I guess. But overall I'm not sure how I'm liking the art direction. Okay. I mean that's just cheap shiny digital artwork these days. Yeah. I guess I wanted to talk more about the interactions with the characters and we haven't seen a whole lot just yet, but just that flustered Trunks, that does feel like a good combination of the future Trunks that we saw where he's kind of dealing with his parents that he hadn't met before, but now he's older and he has this like time problem that he's responsible for fixing and he's got a lot to deal with and he seems to be on his own. I like that Trunks was given more responsibility and actually something to do. Uh (laughs) Like the fangirl in me is really excited about that. He's playing a full Point. It's like, good. Here you got a person with really good potential and the ability to travel through time. Let's actually do something with it from a story perspective. Exactly. And it's glad to see, you know, here we are in 2015. You know, we're finally getting something different, which is super awesome. And of course, they're pulling a lot of this from Dragon Ball Online, which is now a defunct MMO, totally done at this point. So they're pulling in a lot of that Dragon Ball Online story, which included Time Patrol Trunks and you as a Time Patrol person correcting the timeline. We're going to have Mira and Toa, and then we're going to have a new person on top of that, Demigra, who you haven't seen yet, Mary, but he's going to be much later in the story. You saw a tease of him in the opening we'll get to him in due time but uh so the the history changing and correcting is that what's interesting for you so far that's probably the only thing that's interesting Mm -hmm. although the online aspect seems like it could be interesting as well how you go through town Mm -hmm. and you can talk to people do you actually fight with people online in this game yeah you can i mean the the Interactions with people are limited to preset inputs. I think there's, if I remember from the network test, there's like four pages of 10 things you can say. It starts with Konnichiwa and just kind of goes down the list. Then you have actions you can do. And everyone's favorite one is lying on the ground dead like Yamcha. It seems to be everyone's favorite thing. But uh, you can do online fights. The story mode is your own to play through. But you have regular versus battles and then these parallel quest battles. You can do those by yourself by selecting computer teammates or you can also play those online with other people. So you just kind of lobby up and you say I want to do this fight and anyone else who's looking to do that fight can join up with you. So you don't really get a chance to chat with them unless you're playing with friends and you play over voice chat that kind of thing. But uh, it is this kind of waiting 
wading into the MMO waters with a fighting game. Just very lightly. Very, very lightly. I mean, just like I said, the the interactions you can make are super, super limited. But just queuing up to do those kinds of fights and just having everyone else's character wandering around in the the world, it really does feel like this fleshed out, just even this early on, it feels like there's a ton of people out there that are playing the game. And there's a great mix of characters people have made. You can do human, you can do Saiyan, you can do Namekian, you can do Frieza's clan, and you can do Majin. So there's a, a good balance of people out there. And there's so many extra customizable options down the road. There's all sorts of red ribbon gear and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you can make yourself look like 17 or 18 if you want to, even though you're not going to be. So you'd be a human, but you'd right. look like an android. Yeah, exactly. So you have those options. I feel like uh, that would be the second most fun part of the game. Yeah, collecting all that kind and, of stuff. And customizing your dude or dudette. And I can tell you, that's been the toughest thing for me so far because on the Konzenshu totem pole of understanding Japanese, it's not even close. It's like Julian, Jake, much lower Heath. And then I'm off on like a different list somewhere. <laughs> yeah. The list that says, Mary, do you know what this says? <laughs> the two of us sitting there reading Kana out loud. Like, oh, we got it. Now, I'm good with reading names. Like I can read every character's name. I got those visually remembered at this point. So as I'm training under Raditz and collecting all of his outfit stuff, I'm totally good there. I can you know, see, all, oh, this is Raditz's little leg thing. And he's got his red band around his leg, that kind of stuff. Uh, what's interesting is that the customizable stuff that you get does affect your stats. Now, I know a lot of people were concerned, well, what if I want to wear things that have lower stats, but I really like how they look and I'm still so early, I don't know how that's going to play out, and especially because I'm playing it in Japanese, I don't know how that's going to play out. So that'll be something to really dig into in the localized version when that comes out later this month. And I can say the extra item stuff, that's been my limit where i it's just too much for me right now. I'm getting by totally fine playing through the story mode, playing through the parallel quests. And even though I can't necessarily read what all the extra descriptions are on the parallel quest missions, whatever the conditions are, they're usually obvious enough. Or if you play well enough, you kind of unlock whatever the extra fights are within them. And a lot of people had trouble with that from the Japanese network test, where uh, I saw this all the time when I was playing online with people, where they didn't know you had to press R1 to lock on to the little thing in the sky to go to the the next stage of the level. Seems like people have figured it out by now. They've had enough time with the network test earlier on and now the final release. And I'm sure there's a lot of Japanese players out there as well that are able to actually read the video game that they've purchased. So that seems to be going fine. Um, But right now I've played through, I'm into the Frieza arc. I'm up to uh, the end of the Ginyu stuff. So I'd say I'm still pretty early on in the story. There's obviously a lot more for me to play. I've been doing all the parallel quests that open up to me as I go. There been some really difficult ones. The Ozaru Vegeta, the great ape Vegeta fights, those have been fun, interesting, and challenging, where you kind of have to wear him down, and then you kind of break his... um, It's like if he's got guard up the whole time, it's like a guard break, and then you can do the damage. So there's a lot of different mechanics in some of those fights that I've been enjoying. Um, But that's how far I've played so far. I haven't had a whole ton of time with it, but I've been enjoying the hell out of what I've played so far. I guess it's worth saying I'm playing on PS4. It Definitely looks better than the PS3 version did on the network test, but not significantly so. It's not going to absolutely blow you away. This is very clearly a split generation game. This isn't going to be like, oh my God, I'm playing finally on the new generation of consoles. It almost, I don't want to equate the look to burst limit 
which was the first HD Dragon Ball game. But in a way, I mean, that was a Dimps game. So it, it kind of feels like that. And they're bordering between the two generations. But there's so much else going on. There's so many characters on screen. At least on PS4, there's a ton of particle effects with all the, the blasts, that kind of stuff. And uh, I have heard that on the previous generations that the frame rate does take a hit at points. It's been silky smooth the whole time on PS4. Uh, it is locked to 30 frames a second. We did hear that the PC version is going to be able to go up to 60 frames a second. So if that's something you're looking for, you definitely want to check out the PC version. But uh, the game feels totally smooth, which is insane to me because I think back to that network test which basically didn't work for the first couple hours it was available they've come so far into the final version of the game i'm uh, really impressed from that perspective so mary we talked about what's interesting you from the story perspective from uh, a visual gameplay perspective what does the game look like to you i actually want to talk more about what it sounds like okay because i remember i was in the kitchen when you were playing and i remember being extremely frustrated that it sounds like every other game ever and i wouldn't be able to tell it from anything else but I, I guess it's because yeah. they use sound effects from the show and that keeps the authenticity it up sounds it like is what it is yeah but part of me kind of wishes like i wish it was just a little different but then being different would be troublesome and what would I that be i don't how, know how do you make a dragon that's ball game the problem i don't know sound different but still like dragon ball that's really tough one thing is that the characters are talking all the time which is really nice the trunks thing coming through your uh controller was weird cool <laughs> yeah. i guess it, it was very cool so on ps4 you've got a can or speaker in the controller and time patrol trunks is talking through time to your missions about what's going on i forgot it was something during the ginyu and the body changing back and forth i remember him saying something like oh this this one's okay this is like supposed to happen something like that and so you get it coming through the tv speakers a little bit but then you get this nice echoey version coming through the controller i thought it's a super super nice touch it's just yeah. a little thing it adds but to the atmosphere it, it, it definitely does so you're thinking it sounds a lot the same other than some of the trunk stuff going on yeah. and the visuals i mean i haven't really watched a dragon ball game be played in several years because i just get frustrated uh-huh. but it looks kind of the same it does you know this is again made by dims who made the budokai series but this is not a 2d field fighting game this is a 3d full free roaming fighting game so from that perspective it does look a lot like the sparking the budokai tenkaichi the raging blast games by spike it does look a lot like those and as i was talking about with the network test it feels like a fusion between the two types of styles you're definitely flying around like a spike game but the way the button combinations work and some of the combos feel it feels much more like a budokai game put into that style of game and i think that's a nice marriage of the two i'm still super early on but uh, as i get more uh, techniques and attacks for my character and learning how to string certain things together i feel like i'm having a better time learning how attacks combine in this game than i ever did in the sparking games so my question to you is because i'm only coming up at this from the perspective of Oh, the story's really cool. I like the what if moments. Yeah, yeah. I like the alternate events. I think that's super awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't give a flying hoot nanny about the gameplay <laughs> or fighting or whatnot because I feel like I've always been burning it. Essentially, every single character is the same. Do you yeah, get the sense at this point that characters feel different or are you just sticking to one character? So far, I've been playing my custom character the most. And so you kind of get this 
flat character to start with and that's when you can add on your extra stuff the differentiation really is coming through the special moves that you can attach to your character so it's a little more open that way but as i've played with some of the other characters like i played with jocko for a little bit the pre-order first pressing bonus which is amazing to have up front can i say to have jocko so soon in a video game that's Freaking awesome. He's awesome. I absolutely love him. Um, he feels like Jocko. And mm. he, there's only Jocko in manga form. And to control a character in a video game that feels like the character that I know so well from that manga, I guess they nailed it <laughs> in that perspective. <laughs> but then again, does he feel different enough from everyone else? Probably not right now it's really tough to tell because i still only have those early batch of characters so i've played as my character as goku as jocko just got a pool so i'm gonna have to jump in he's gonna be my main for all time you gotta mention what you named your character oh yeah so i'm playing in the japanese version and um i wasn't sure who i was gonna make so i started with a frieza clan character i had no idea what to name him i couldn't come up with any fun cold related pun off the top of my head so i just called him my cold m-a-i-k-o-l-d like mm-hmm. michael and cold kind of together it also sounds like my cold which, which you have I a have. cold right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a triple entendre works out pretty well yeah uh let's talk about some of the customization options i was kind of blown away carize's head was one of the That's awesome. available option. That was super cool. And then the last set of horns was Chilled's horn from episode of Bardock. So I really feel like they nailed the... Um, the recent stuff. Yeah, the, the recent stuff and that attention to detail. Like, all right, if we're going to make these, what kinds of options can we give them? And then you can do things like Kula's face mask and all that kind of stuff. And there's just... I really feel like you can make the character you want to make to a, a pretty good degree. So um, you can have... I think it's up to six or eight custom characters something like that so you can make a oh, whole I'd, bunch I'd make one yeah alright so you're gonna be on task for making I'll make one and I'll just barf a bunch of stuff on it as I unlock everything yes <laughs> Great. So again, it's super early right now. Um, I did just ask on Twitter, what are the kinds of things you would want to hear during a very early first impressions take on Xenoverse? And we have uh, a bunch of responses, so I kind of want to hit them up. Um, we have someone here, G. Henniquin. Uh, how many times were you asked if you're really the Vegito EX? <laughs> well, I didn't name my character Vegito EX. So. Well, that's why when I was watching you play and I saw what you named your character, I yeah. thought, oh, okay, it's not your... Online name, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But you're going to save it for the North American yeah, release. Yeah, I'll probably save it for that. And I don't know what kind of character I'll make for the North American release either. I don't know if I'll stick with the Frieza Clan member or make a human or something. I, I really don't know. Uh, Jet Jaguar. Is the game not total garbage? <laughs> also, how's the net code? Yes, the game is, or I should say no, the game is not total garbage. It's still early right now, but I'm definitely having more fun with it than I have with some of the recent games. And that's, it's a combination of everything so far. It's the presentation as barfy as it can be with things like the opening that kind of stuff but Dimps really knows Dragon Ball character movement. And so when you get the little interstitials in the story mode stuff, it does feel like the Dragon Ball characters. And that I think goes a long way. Um, just simply having time missions and you when you start a new story arc, you get this vision from um, trunks and these little scrolls about what happened the wrong way and then it's your turn to go back in there and fix it and just getting that really cool view from the future of things that went wrong that it kind of gets you really hyped up to be like I'm gonna go fix that I know how this is supposed to go so that kind of stuff is really helping add to the overall atmosphere and I feel like that boosts up what otherwise is 
you know, fly in, punch, do super moves, that kind of stuff. Uh, Jacob asks other actual cut scenes who was involved as director, storyboard, animation supervisors. Uh, I haven't seen the ending credits yet, so I will throw that toward Heath. I'm pretty sure there's a rip online of the ending credits, so we can kind of dive into all the, the voice and the animation credits. Are there actual cutscenes? So far, I've seen one actual cutscene. And I happen to see that. Right. You were you were there for it. That was when uh, Trunks introduces you to the Kaioshin of time. Um, OMG, spoiler. Uh, we saw her character design ahead of time. They've been promoting her, so we know she's there um so there is some of that i'm curious to see as i go along through the game if there's going to be more that cutscene itself was definitely a step up above the opening mm -hmm. which isn't saying much but it it sort of was, so I'm really curious to see how it's uh, going to go from there. Uh, AJ says, performance, initial thoughts on mechanics and skill cap, early story, concept, opinions. Like I was saying, the PS4 version is capped at 30, but it runs super smooth. I have not had any hiccups anywhere, no problems. I'm especially impressed considering how garbage <laughs> the network test was early on. Um, the mechanics, it's still so early. I'm, I'm doing a lot of L2 flying in, do my punch combo, do I have have enough of my special meter to do my kind of quick punch flashes kind of thing and then flying in doing more uh have i cornered them can i do one of my supers it's still that basic stuff early on but um it's tough to make a judgment a lot of people asking about the online performance it's been totally fine for me so far uh jonathan this is a good question how do the controls fare through remote play on vita i thought about doing it and i totally forgot to do that <laughs> that would be a little tough oh i don't know because you use l2 a lot to do your your fast flying and you'd have to use the rear touch screen to do that uh, i don't know i'm curious to try it out I'm, I'm sorry i didn't do that ahead of time i can see it sort of working i don't think it's something i would want to do for an extended period of time a lot of questions about other things uh we don't have answers for yet uh, story later on. I'm not there yet. Uh, more credit stuff. Again, I'll throw the ending credits at Heath and let him transcribe and translate everything there. But Mary, that's kind of my early take on Xenoverse. It's only been a couple days since I've had yeah. the, the game. Too bad it didn't come in when you were sick. Or I should say, too bad you didn't get sick now. Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my dilemma now is... How much time do I sink into the Japanese version knowing that I'm going to be replaying everything when the North American oh, version tough. comes out? And do I keep playing them side by side? I've been having so much fun with it. I don't mind continuing to play through it. And I feel like I'll be able to cruise through those early parts in the American release when that comes in. Though you do hit a roadblock at certain points. You do level your character up as you play. And there was definitely when I first unlocked the Frieza arc, I was not able to complete those battles without heading out and doing some of the uh, parallel quests and just general leveling up missions. So it's not like I'll be able to get into the American one and just blaze through the game. I'll have to do a little training and leveling up there. But uh, that's Xenoverse first impressions from a couple of sick people in New Jersey. I would say overall optimistic. Yes, overall optimistic. Uh, we're going to call it quits here because my voice, I don't think I can take anymore. We're just at about 30 minutes of the raw recording. There was a lot of hacking and yes, coughing and stuff, stuff in there. a lot of stuff left on the editing room floor. <laughs> we'll see. Time for tea round two. <laughs> I'm dying. We'll see where this ends up. I always hate doing a podcast recording when I'm sick, but Xenoverse has had me so excited that uh, everyone else has to suffer along with me yes. as I'm enjoying the game. So, Mary, it's been a pleasure having you along yes. for a short ride here on the show. I'd say you got anything you want to plug uh, but you're just no not nope. not so much nothing with the plugging 
but I do uh, appreciate being asked to pipe in, even though I have not played it. Fine, I want we'll the that. outside perspective. Yes. The, are you even remotely excited? And we got that. I'm kind of more excited hearing bit. you talk about it. Yeah? It's changing my mind a little bit. Uh, well, good. I'm a good persuasive speaker, I suppose. You are a better persuasive writer, too. And that's right. Uh, that was Mary. My name is Mike Vegito EX. You can check us out www.kanzenshuu.com. Mary, I see you looking at I, the I've, bookshelves here. So it's, I don't go in the basement that often, guys. It's gross and scary and cold down here. It's not Although gross anymore. We've made it less gross in the recording booth. However, we do have a badass wall, which I encourage Mike to take photos of and put online. I think I have. It's before. so colorful. It is. It's where <laughs> Julian sends us his crap because we have more space here in, in the wilderness of America and our big ass basements well, compared he, to compact little Japan. That's very true. Um, so we're kind of like a little library here, and I can't stop looking at how colorful it is. It is I'm very fascinated colorful. by the colors and the new posters. We can say, Heath gets all the weekly jumps. I get everything else. Jesus. So, Tap dancing Christ. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff over here. We're going to run out of room again. <laughs> I'm looking at, we have a, in our corner, boxes of old EGMs. I'm thinking it's time to migrate those to the garage. No, because then they'll get like cold water damage, stuff like that. Yeah, EGM 93 to 98, EGM 99 to 08. I have a lot of EGMs. Is there going to be water damage in the garage? Yeah, just the cold and the dampness out there. Yeah. What do you think this basement is? No, this we got that dehumidifier out there. This is perfectly fine. Okay. It's very colorful. It's it, very nice. It is very colorful. Things are a little more organized. Mary, what social places does Kanzenshi have? Let's see if you know. Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Plus. Uh, you don't have a Tumblr, do you? We have a Tumblr. Oh, wow. Do you have Pinterest? Uh, no. Nah. I think that's it. Okay. Good there job. you go. Check us out on the internet. Uh, that's gonna do it for again for Mary. My name is Mike. We got Heath, we got Jake, we got Julian. They'll be with us at some point in the future. We have many topics. Most of the time, Heath and I get together, we just talk about beer, though. So, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Been a pleasure. We'll see you next time on the show here at Tons and Shoes. <laughs>